the Lord with me. Come on and praise the Lord with me. Come on and praise the Lord with me. I'm singing hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm singing hallelujah. Hallelujah. The Lord with me. Come on, come on. Bless the Lord with me. Come on, bless the Lord with us this morning. Bless the Lord with me. I'm calling bless the Lord with me. Hallelujah. Can you stand to your feet and say hallelujah? Hallelujah. Come on, sing that. Hey. Hallelujah. Come on, come on. Hallelujah. Come on, sing that from your belly. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hey. I don't hear nobody. Come on, you got it. Good morning, good morning, and good morning, and welcome this morning to the historic Ebenezer Missionary Baptist Church, the birthplace of gospel music. We are so excited to have you in our presence today. We're excited that you decided to come out and worship with us on this beautiful Sunday morning. You could have been anywhere else in the city of Chicago, but you chose this day to be with us in this place. And for that, we are eternally grateful to our online partners, those watching on Facebook, YouTube, we are so excited for you as well. We're going to ask a real small favor for us. Do us a small favor. Hit that share and subscribe button on Facebook. Hit that subscribe button on YouTube. Let the world know that you've tuned in to the birthplace of gospel music. Come on, say hallelujah. Hallelujah. You got it. Come on. chapter 8, starting at the 36th verse. That's Mark chapter 8, starting at the 36th verse. When you have it, say amen. That's Mark 
chapter 8, the gospel, the gospel of Mark, chapter 8, starting at the 36th verse. If you have it, say amen. amen. If you still need a minute, say I need a minute. Yeah, all right. And those of you who need a minute, Bible study starts at 6 o'clock on Wednesday. Get there, get there. It's live on, on, on Zoom, so you can get there, get there. And if you need some extra, extra help, new members class start at 930. Amen. 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 Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Amen. Amen. Mark chapter 8, starting at the 36th verse. I'm reading the King James Version, and it reads, For what shall it profit a man if he shall gain the whole world and lose his own soul? Verse 37 says, Or what shall a man give in exchange for his soul? The word of God is already blessed. Let us pray. Father God, we welcome you into this place. Lord God, when we say this place, we don't mean this building, God, but we welcome you into this place, God. The, the, the church that you gave us, God, we welcome you into this place. Then, God, we ask that you would have your way today, God, in this service. Be with us as we go forward today, God, giving your name praise and glory. God, we ask that you would touch each and every individual that is here, God. Give them a fresh anointing, God. Give them a will and a means to praise and glorify you today. God, lift up every head in the room. God, lift up every bow-down head. Lift every downtrodden heart. God, be with us today, and we will give you the glory, the honor, and the praise. We pray now in the mighty name of Jesus. Every heart said amen. 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 Come on, give God a hand clap, y'all. Yes, you 
quarterly business meeting will be May 6th at 11 a.m. Also, we want to make mention, if you have not already done so, we have sent out invites on uh, via your emails. Remember, we asked you for emails. We have sent out invites for you to join uh, with us on Right Now Media. That is an online subscription that the church, the church is taking care of for all our members, for all of our members. And so it is a wonderful online Bible study platform that is available to you for free. And we are being serious about Christian education. We have wonderful Sunday school and Bible study, but we know that others have been asking about more, and we are providing more. And so I invite you to make certain that you uh, uh, log on to that Right Now Media sends you an email from me, and all you have to do is just go through the steps, and you'll have it on your phone, your tablet. Uh, you can uh, cast it over to your TV, uh, but it's a wonderful resource, and we're going to be integrating that resource in some of our studies going forward once we have uh, made certain that everyone has that. Also, the church directory is in for those persons who uh, uh, participate in the church directory. That is in. I don't see Nancy Wade here, but I know members of the committee are here. Uh, and so you can pick up your church directory. If you did not already pre-confirm uh, uh, your directory, there are still some available for purchase if you'd like to get that. It's a wonderful, wonderful resource uh, for you to have. Amen? Also, want to make mention that Brother Willie Grant made his transition, and those funeral services will be made. First, May 1st at 10 a.m., the wake, and 11, uh, the funeral, which will be at Leak and Son in Country Club Hills on Pulaski. Again, that's May 1st, uh, Brother Willie Grant's services of celebration. Also, for those persons who were present on yesterday for Mary Cosby's uh, homegoing celebration, we want to say thank you for your amazing support of the family, to those who were in the kitchen, taking care, the hospitality team that was in the kitchen, taking care of uh, the pre-pass. Uh, for those persons who were here, Deacon Mayberry was here uh, at 8.30 uh, to receive the remains. Uh, and so we just want to say thank you, Minister King, of course, provide, was here for uh, the audio and all those kinds of things. Everybody, everybody that was here, we want to say thank you. That, that is how we want to serve our people, amen? Amen? Amen. I know it was a little eventful getting to the cemetery, a uh, little eventful. I, I, I thought that I had to call Nance because I'm like, well, it's like an hour and a half. And I'm like, I know it don't take that long to get to Ebenezer, from Ebenezer to here. And come to find out that uh, the hearse was hit by a car on the way to the cemetery. And it was a hit and run, hit and run. So... Um, you know, but, but they, we, they made it. They made it. But it was, it was a little eventful. We don't want to. That's one of the reasons why I don't do processionals, because I know, you know, people don't have respect for that kind of stuff, and, and anything can happen. So, but we're glad that everybody made it safely uh, to the cemetery um, for those services. Again, thank you, Ebenezer, for your amazing support. I want to also mention that next Sunday is going to be a huge Sunday, the fifth Sunday in this month, in the month of April. Next Sunday, Ebenezer is, is the host church 
for Chicago Sings Hymns. It is a hymn festival that will be taking place at 4 p.m. next Sunday right here in the main sanctuary. We are pleased that Dr. Jimmy Abbott and James Abington will be leading that hymn sing. Uh, it is open to the public. Uh, we are inviting friends of Ebenezer as far as choir members and choirs from all over the city, uh, and we want you to be here. Of course, our choir, members of our choir will be here as well uh, to participate in this hymn Thing. And one of the great things about the hymn thing is we'll be featuring some hymns from Thomas A. Dorsey that he wrote while he was here. Uh, and so we are excited about that. Uh, we are encouraging you to spread the word to our online people, our media people. Please make certain we put it out on Facebook and YouTube and all those kinds of things so that they'll know. Now, just for clarity's sake, they, uh, GIA publishers will have the hymnals here. If you want to get a hymnal, you can purchase a hymnal uh, for $20, uh, which is the cost for the hymnal. They will be here. I'm encouraging every choir member and member to get a hymnal. Now, this ain't nothing to have nothing to do with Ebenezer getting anything out of it. We want to be a church that not only sings gospel music, but we also want to be able to have the ability to sing the hymns, right? To sing the hymns. And there are some new hymns that we don't sing. And, and, and so we are excited that, that uh, Brother Jimmy Abington will be with us. He will not only be with us for that afternoon, but he will be with us for the morning service. Now, let me tell you something. When I went into ministry, and I often prayed that God would bless me uh, to, to pastor church, there's like two or three people that I prayed God would allow to, I could share in ministry with. One of them has already come. That's Dr. Frank Thompson. Uh, and there are a couple of others. But as far as musically, Dr. Jimmy, well, there's another one, Dr. Cynthia Wilson. She's come. But the other one is Dr. James Abington. Ebenezer, I don't want to pump him up because I just want you to experience him for yourself. He is an amazing musician piano or organ or pipe organ. He plays it all and at a level that you perhaps have never experienced before. He's also a church music historian. I mean, he knows about gospel music. He knows about hymns and anthems and all those kinds of things. He is sought after the nation over. He's a professor of church music at Emory University. He's also a professor of music at Yale. He's also a professor of music at some other universities. It's for church music. He's coming to Ebenezer, and he's super excited. He's also very good friends with the fellowship crew, uh, Ludella and all them. He's already called them. You make sure you follow up and call them. So uh, he said that Ludella said she can, he can just call her and she can bring 200 people by herself. So Ebenezer, we want to be in place on next Sunday for the morning and the afternoon. The good news is you do not have to go home. We will have dinner uh, that you can purchase after worship. It's going to be a great, y'all need to do better than that. Come on now. You don't have to go home. You don't have to go to your favorite soul, you food restaurant uh, after church next Sunday. So we're going to be super excited. Please make certain you spread the news. We're happy to acknowledge, uh, I want to acknowledge all of our guests who are here today. Uh, 
Uh, we have, these are the names that I have. We have uh, Giuseppe Morrow, Lisa Mora, David, uh, I ain't gonna even try it, Colabelli, Mario Mora, Lorenzo Negri, and Jeannie, uh, another Mora, uh, all from Florence, Italy. Amen. They came a long way to get to church today. And we have Rodney and Christy Lou from San Francisco. Praise the Lord for your presence. Do we have any other visitors whose names we did not get? Any other names? Any other names of visitors? Praise the Lord for your presence. I didn't get your name, but wherever you come from, we are welcome here at Ebenezer. So, Ebenezer, let's stand. Let's greet our visitors and each other as we welcome one another into the house of prayer. Let's stand, Ebenezer. Come on.
of y'all clapping your hands and I, I know if it was old school, y'all would have been hitting that wooden floor a little hard. It was old school church. Just clapping your hands. Come on. Let me tell you what clapping does. Clapping confuses the enemy. See, when you can clap, even when you don't feel good, when you can clap, when it don't look good, when you can clap, when they counted you out, it confuses the enemy. Come on, right here. Let's go. Come on. how you sit still and the words to the song, the music, everything. I just, yeah. See, I got, I got, I got one usher in the back of the room just kind of got that rock going. Just let me leave it alone. Let me leave it alone, y'all. I'm going to tell you like this, that same energy y'all used to use in the club. That same two-step y'all used to do in the club. You know, when you was, that same two-step you was doing in the, right, that's it, that's it, that's it, that same two-step, that, that's it, that same one, that same one, that's it. See, we, we ain't stepping in the name of love, we stepping in his name, hey. All right, let me, let me, let me. Hallelujah. It is whew, offering time. It's offering time, church. It's offering time. Come on, put your hands together. It's, it is offering time. Look, let me let me share this with you. Let me share this with you. First of all, and I know Pastor mentioned this all the time, and we're going to mention it today. We are so excited about what God has done already for Ebenezer Missionary Baptist Church. And I, I don't need to rehash it, but I will remind you, I will remind you that that for all the work that needs to be done on the outside of the church, 
We were awarded a a grant from the city of Chicago for $900,000. And then you had the, we we rather had to hold up our end of the responsibility because the project was $1.2 million. And through blood, sweat, tears, and squeezing every rock we could, huh? We came up with the other $300,000 for the $1.2 million project. Let me say thank you to all of our online partners, those of you who gave from all over the world, and those of you who are still giving. So with that being said, for those of you who still want to donate to that project, you can do that. You can give online. I'm going to go through all those. For those of you watching online, you can give online right now at EbenezerBronzeville.org, EbenezerBronzeville.org. If you want to give specifically to that project, there is a button that says Friends of Ebenezer, Friends of Ebenezer. If you go to our website, there's a button that says Friends of Ebenezer. You can still give right there, and those monies, those funds go directly to the restoration of this amazing facility. Amen? Amen. Amen. Also, you can also use that same website to pay your tithes and your offering. Just hit the Give Now button. Hit the Give Now button. That will direct you directly to the place where you can give. Come on now. Give God what you owe. All right. Amen. You can also give via mobile. Text to give. That number is 312-779-0146. 312-779-0146. You can also give via mail. The address here or drop it off, 4501 South Vincennes Avenue, Chicago, Illinois, 60653. That baseline doing something for me. I'm telling y'all, y'all just don't know. That baseline got some that baseline got some oil on it, huh? My God today. You can also give via Zelle. You can give via Zelle or Quick Pay. That number is 773-960-9028. Again, 773-960-9028. If you need any of that digital giving information, just ask one of the ushers and they will give you a card with everything I just said on it. Amen? Amen. Let us pray. Father God, we thank you for being a right now God. God, we thank you for being a right now God. God, we thank you for being a right now God. God, we ask that you would bless this offering. God, do we understand and recognize that you know what we stand in need of. And for that right now, God, we're thanking you in advance for all that you're going to do. We pray now in the matchless name of Jesus. Every heart said amen, 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 and right now, come on.
Let church say amen. We thank you for your stewardship. Firstly, our members, our friends of Ebenezer, and our guests. We are so grateful when you partner along with us in this great work that we are doing. Last Sunday, we had a chance to ordain Deacon Hill. Is he singing anymore? He got one more, two more. One more. We want him to sit on the first row just, you know, at least one time. Um, uh, he has been serving, and sometimes being a deacon, you won't, you'll be working so much that you won't have time to sit on the front row. And so he's using his gift for his glory. Also, because uh, we celebrated Deacon Hill, and his ordination. Oh, and tell the Hill clan, we're looking for him. Uh, we're still looking for him. Because there are a lot of promises made to me last Sunday. I, I'm, I'm, look, tell them, I, I hope they're watching so they know I'm looking for them. But uh, and we were so happy to see so many of them. They got a huge, huge tribe, huge tribe. Um, it was his, his day. Uh, it also was Susan Anglin's birthday last Sunday. And she didn't want nothing said because she said it was Eric's day and, and that's just the kind of spirit she has. But uh, we wanted, there's a few who believe that God's children that wanted to be, you can go around that way. No, you go around this way because you ain't supposed to come before the altar yet. Come around, come up this way. So a few people wanted just to, just to give you a little something to encourage you. And that car right there for you, if you want to get you a pork chop or two somewhere. <laughs> you know, prices are expensive now. But we just wanted to say happy birthday to you. And thank you for your faithfulness. And uh, we, we, you know, I, I like to honor those who serve with us in ministry. In fact, when is Marion's birthday? Oh, Lord. Okay. So next Sunday, next Sunday, we're going to do it all over again. Cause, now, let me tell you all something. Why? Why are we doing this? Why are these doing this? Because where, where's, where's, Where's Ramona? I don't see her. Where's, oh, she just walked out. Okay, there she is. When the record is written in the annals of the history of Ebenezer, I want it to be written that these two ladies helped to carry the service and the message of gospel of, of the good news of Jesus Christ during a pandemic. Now, there are others, and we will acknowledge you, but the, when there was only like eight people in the building, 
These were the two eight people, one of, two of the eight people that were always here, even in the midst of a pandemic. You know, when we didn't have all the answers and when we were masked up and everything, they were here. And so I wanted to, I wanted to pause and just to say happy birthday to you last Sunday and happy birthday to you. So uh, the, the person in charge of the birthday committee for the music is Everett. So he's going to make certain that we're going to do it all over again next Sunday. Amen. Because I want you to know I really appreciate that. And same with Minister King. Me and him, would, we would like it. And we look at each other like, I hope you ain't got it. I hope you ain't got it. But we came here every Sunday, and they did too. And so we, we thank you for that. You know, I've been praying. This is prayer time. I've been praying. And I'm just going to put this out. You know, if you don't put it out, then you don't know if somebody will be willing to respond. I have been, you know, we, you know, God is blessing us with, with young people and more young people are coming. Praise the Lord. And one of the things I've been praying for is a praise dance ministry. But, but, but I don't dance. I can barely lift my leg now. But there's someone who's in new members class that is, who has been trained at, through the years and has done amazing, amazing, amazing ministry in praise dance ministry. And the good news is this person is really a Pied Piper. She know how to get young people to follow her. She, she just do. I don't know how she do it. And I don't know how she do it when she's an only child, but she does it. So I'm just putting it out there for public prayer and consumption. I'm not telling Mariah she needs to do it. But she got to finish new members class first. And we're not going to let grass grow underneath her feet uh, because we want to add. When, when God sends the harvest, we want to reap the harvest. Amen? Amen. And there are others. God has gifts and graces that he's given unto you. We want to use them for his glory. Amen. It's prayer time. Uh, and we have a large list of people. If you would like to stand in proxy for some others, as you intercede on others, we invite you to stand at this time. We're continuing to pray for Lindsay Mayfield, Marguerite Jones, Doris Robinson. Somebody's fighting with their phone. I can hear it. Somebody's fighting with their phone. Deacon Chester Coleman, Elise Grant. We're praying for Alfred Moore, Kenneth Sexton, the son of Vivian Peake, Al, and Mary Burton. Praying for Mary Sumter, Shirley Anderson, Sarah Phillips. Praying for Mary Alexander, Reverend James Thompson, Bernetta Pearson, the mother of Dr. Pamela Person, 
Michael Jones Jr., Deacon James Smith, who's present here today. We're praying for Ernestine Rose and Lily Turner. Brenda Love, Lady Ams, Myrtle Gunn, who we visited last Wednesday. Praying for her and Danielle and Carl. Praying for Minnie Pegg, John Butt, Tamara Ransaw, who I believe I saw yesterday at the homegoing sister conference. Terrell Blevin. Sadie Turner. Sister of Nancy Wade. Leonard Tolbert, Marlena Jackson, who was online with us for Sunday School, Willie Wyndham, Brother Bernice Johnson, Brother Charles McLaughlin, Sister Brother-in-law Dorothy Gibson, John Lewis, who was here yesterday for the celebration of Mary Cosby, Monica Ber- Burnell, cousin of Nancy Wade, Owen Burke, cousin of Vivian Taylor, Willie Mae Davis, who is on the mend. We're praying for her healing and restoration. Praying for Deborah Brewer, who's recuperated at home, Beverly Bogan, Myosha Spragans, daughter of Santago Spragans, Rhonda Brown, Jack Binks, Virgiline Daniels, Lee Stevenson, Lori, Laura Codwell, and we continue to pray for the family of Mary Cosby and the family of Willie Grant. Let us pray. Eternal God, our Father, we come to you this morning thanking you for the opportunity to call upon your name. For we know, O oh God, that we serve a God that hears our prayers, but more importantly, answers our prayers. God, we have a few of your believing children are standing in proxy as they intercede on behalf of names that perhaps we do not have, but names known only to them, oh God. And so we ask in the name of Jesus that you would touch those persons that they're standing for, oh God. We're asking, God, that you would touch those people on our list, oh God, who we've given voice to, oh God. Help them, God, whatever they're going through, God. Help them and sustain them and give them the power to go on and see what the end will be. Even in the midst of whatever challenges that they may face, cause them to know that you have said that you would never leave us nor forsake us. And that we know you are a God of restoration. You are a God of of new beginnings. You are a God of recuperation. You are a great physician, oh God. And so God, whatever these that people stand in need of, God, in the name of Jesus, we're asking that you do it again. Do it again, God. Heal and restore. Do it again. Do it again, God. Grant blessings and recovery. Do it again, God. As only you can do. God, I continue to pray for this faith community. I pray, oh God, for all those churches that are open in your name. God, I pray for this city in which we live, oh God, in this country in which we reside. God, we ask that you would have your way in places and spaces to help us to be better people than we are. God, have mercy. Have mercy on us right now. We'll be so ever careful to give you the praise. So God, now we lift this prayer upon the wings of the afternoon. 
place it before thy feet. So the all-wise God, we pray, and for his sake we pray. And all of God's people say it together. Amen, amen, and amen. You may be seated in the presence of God. Tanya King, who I don't ever have to call her name 
and you all don't even know she's here, but she's there. I mean, Sunday after Sunday, we risking it all, the musicians, Everett, you know, and we lost some people. And uh, we still did God's work. So I want to say thank you because I know you don't do it because of the money. We're grateful for the resources. Don't get me wrong, but ain't none of us moving to Beverly. But we do it for the love of God and for the love of God's people. And then more names I can call, but I, and we will do that in the future. But, I, but y'all are pretty special. Y'all are pretty special. And y'all have the nerve to tolerate the joyful noise preachers singing. <sighs> That's one of my favorite scriptures. Because then nobody can sit you down. Amen. Hey, laughter is good for the soul. Hey, it's good for the soul. You got to laugh sometimes. Lord knows I laugh. I want to speak from the subject after the reading of this text. For what shall it profit a man if he shall gain the whole world and lose his soul? Or what shall a man give in exchange for his soul? I want to talk about the soul's value. The soul's value, or the value of the soul. What good is it to gain the whole world? I know we tell our kids to go to college and get your education. Learn everything you can so that you can make some money. Go get a trade, whatever your aspirations are. And you do it so you can accumulate, accumulate stuff. What's the impact when you gain the whole world and lose your soul? What do you value? There are many things we count precious in our lives. And it differs for each of us. I wonder this morning, what do you count as valuable? What's valuable? Is it your Apple Watch? Is it your Cadillac? Is it your charger with Batman plates? What, what, what do you value? Is it, is, it, is it your physical possessions? You know, your, your home, your, your car, your, your bank account. Or is it your intangible possessions? Your, your, your friends, I mean real friends, 
your family, your spouse. Value is the importance or significance a person places on a thing or a person or even an idea. Economically, value is easy to determine. We know the difference between uh, a hoopty and a ride. We, we, we know the difference between a crash pad and a mansion, a, a wooden boat and a yacht. In our relationships, value becomes more challenging to express. We value family and friends because of the support, because of the comfort and the pleasure they provide. They give us a warm and fuzzy feeling that's hard to put a price on. We value family. We value friends. Value is subjective or personal for each of us. And for this reason, nothing on earth really has any established value. If you need it to survive, it has value to you. But the opposite is also true. If, if you want it, it has value to you. If you are willing to buy something, it has value to you. Some people will fork over half their paycheck for a chance to flaunt some designer creation. Michael Strahan said he would have paid a million dollars for the flight that took into outer space, a ride that you might not spend 10 cents on. If bottled water went up to $200 a bottle, I bet your bottom dollar you switch back to tap water. But a man stranded in the desert would greatly ante up for a chance to quench his dying thirst. In other words, our preferences and our needs, our needs determine value. Now that I I got you thinking a bit deeper. What, I want to ask you again, what do you value? As a whole, we collectively value human rights. We value liberty or democracy, or at least we used to. We value honesty, and we value integrity, and we value justice, and we value fairness. But individually, I can't tell you what to value because that's personal. But what I can do is point you to the most valuable possession that you have, your soul. Your soul. What do you mean, preacher? Well, Jesus was teaching in Caesarea Philippi when that subject came up. He had just explained to his disciples that he would suffer many things. 
He told them that he would be rejected by the elders, by the chief priests and scribes. He revealed to them that he would be killed, and after three days, he would rise again. It was Peter who took Jesus aside privately and rebuked him. In other words, I imagine Peter saying, Jesus, you are crazy. You've got a good ministry going on here. Don't blow it. That's when Jesus rebuked Peter and said, get thee behind me, Satan. Well, you don't savor the things of God, but the things of men. I submit to you, Ebenezer, that Peter had a, a value problem. He was placing value on the wrong things in life. And sometimes, Ebenezer, we place Value on the wrong things in life. We do it personally and even collectively. Even churches place value on the wrong things. We could stay there for a minute, but I, I want to be back next Sunday. If he was going to be a follower of Christ, Jesus had to straighten Peter out quickly. And so he exposed Peter to a new value system, not based on the transient, but on the timeless or the eternal. The new value system was uncomplicated. Jesus says, Peter, if you value your life, you will lose it. But if you release yourself from life's value system for my sake, and the sake of the gospel, you will save it. But what does it profit a man if he gains the whole world and loses his soul? And you know, as we sit here as post-biblical Christians, so to speak, don't be too hard on Peter. Because if the truth were told, we're more like Peter than Jesus. I knew we were going to get no help at that one. Sadly, we carnally cling to our human value system while only occasionally thinking of God's spiritual value structure. We, we cling to the short-term stuff and seldom think of life as eternal. And that's the problem because while physical life is temporal or mortal, the life of our soul is immortal and eternal. So here's the important question Jesus posed to Peter and to us this morning. What value do you place on your soul? Why should you value it? First, first, you should value your soul's happiness. Let me tell you something. We only get one chance to make our mark in this world. We should all want to make it count for something. But true happiness is not found in secular achievement or the accumulations of things. Fame and fortune provide only temporary joy. Real happiness comes from the soul's connection with its creator. In other words, are you in right relationship with God? 
No one knew this better than the Jews who had been held captive in Babylon. When the Jews returned from Babylon uh, to their homeland of Jerusalem and Judah, after 70 years of exile, they brought with them all the accumulated wealth from their years in captivity. They had huge herds of cattle and goats and sheep and horses and mules. The chief priest had 20,000 drams of gold and 2,200 uh, uh, pounds of silver and the common folk added to it another 22,000 drams of gold and 2,000 pounds of silver. But it was not the accumulation of wealth that brought them joy. Nor was their joy founded in coming home to their own land. Their real joy was found in their return to their relationship with the Lord. That's where we get our joy from, not in all the money we can make. We work ourselves crazy and get sick because we pursuing the last dollar. What's that, what's that thing? We focus on our last two dollars. Ain't going to lose. Oh, y'all don't. Oh, what? Y'all act like y'all don't know that song. <laughs> Who's that? Who's that singer? Who's that singer? I think I, Johnny Taylor. Yeah, yeah. See now, if I had a real good musicians going on, they would have come on in there. No, don't do it. 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 I knew they could. I knew they could. But 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 let me say, the real joy, the real joy is found in our relationship with the Lord. When Nehemiah gathered them all together for a great celebration, he reminded them that, that the joy of the Lord is your strength. That's where we get our strength from. When we're going through hardships, when we're going through sickness, when we're going through the unknown, it's not, we're not going to find joy in our bank account. The joy of the Lord is our strength. And when the people heard the priests read from the books of law, they wept. They wept for all the wasted years. The wasted years they had allowed themselves to be spiritually separated from the Lord and from their soul's real joy of a close relationship with God. And so the question is, is your soul starved for a closer walk with God? When we reject Christ and his teachings, we weary our soul. But when we connect with Christ, our soul rejoices in the God of our salvation. The psalmist wrote that he, we should serve the Lord with gladness and come before him with singing. And when was the last time your soul sang with the joy of the Lord or shouted with joy? If the worship music seems too long or too loud, maybe your soul is not as happy as you think. It's only through our soul's spiritual connection with Christ that we can truly celebrate being happy in the Lord. So examine yourself. Is your soul star for joy? You should value your soul's happiness, but... But second, you should value your soul's health. Good health allows us 
to work while it is day. While it's day in the service of the Lord. A healthy soul is willing to work. Let me say that again. A healthy soul is willing to work. Your soul is the motivator of your spiritual performance while you are on this side of heaven. We, 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 we get it mixed up. Instead of releasing our soul to the Lord's service, we let our mind and our body dictate what we are willing to do for the Lord. Then we wonder why we suffer with ill health. And I'm not just talking about physical health. For there's also emotional health and mental health. Life is a struggle, and the mind and body will never be able to handle life the way your soul can handle it. But you have to allow your soul to reign over your mind and your body. Deuteronomy 4 and 29 says that, the one who seeks the Lord with all his heart and soul finds him. You see, let me tell you something. I spent, I, I spent a whole lot of money, got a whole lot of name, uh, num uh, letters behind my name to find out the mind cannot find the Lord. He is too marvelous. <laughs> For the human mind to understand. I found this second thing out. The body cannot find the Lord. I, no healthy regime will connect us to his greatness. I don't care what diet you own. I don't care how good you eat and you should. But that's not going to connect you to the Lord because you can do all that healthy stuff. But I guarantee you this one thing, you ain't going to be here forever. The soul, though, longs to connect to the Lord if the mind and the body get out of the way. The true believer allows his soul to lead because your mind may remember the scriptures, but it's your soul that provides the understanding. Here's the best benefit of all. A healthy soul knows what to do when struggle comes. Anybody a witness in here? In, in the course of your lifetime, your mind may, may often open the door to doubt and fear, but your soul can slam it shut by pointing out, pointing you to the one who is able to carry you through all of your trials. No man should desire to fight the battles of spiritual warfare with his mind and his body. He needs to allow the soul to lead the way. Without the soul's guidance, there can be no victory. Because it's the soul that connects us to Christ. You see, the soul connects us to Christ's 
promise and perfection, his majesty and his mercy. It connects us to his bounty and beauty, his boldness and his blessedness, his truth and, and his trust. Uh, the soul connects us uh, 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 to its holiness and hope, his justice and joy, his salvation and sacrifice. Your soul is relying on you to release yourself to the care of Christ. The kingdom of God is counting on you. And so the question is, do you value the work of your soul? Thirdly and finally, you should value your soul's home. Eternity is home to your soul, or at least that's what God desires. Your soul is marking time, waiting to be united eternally with its creator. Until then, you are your soul's landlord. And how you house, get me today, your soul is your choice. Now, you can provide your soul with righteous, temporary shelter until Christ comes back to claim all the souls that belong to him, or you can be a spiritual slumlord and destroy your soul and expose it to an eternal separation from God. Think of it. Think of it this way. Salvation is your insurance policy on your dwelling. It, it ensures that no matter what calamities befall you in this life, your soul can never be separated from Christ. Salvation is the insurance policy that prepares us for Christ's coming. To deny your soul its eternal home and glory is the most egregious sin of all. You see, Peter had it all wrong. He thought of life in terms of fame and fortune. He thought Christ came to famously deliver the Jews from Roman oppression. But according to Jesus, those are the things of this world. Our soul's desires a home in the next world. Make no mistake about it. Christ is coming in glory, and no one alive will miss it. Unspeakable splendor shall accompany him. Every dignity shall signal him. Every bit of might and magnificence shall mark his coming. Christ shall come with great power and glory with the angelic host accompanying him. The dead in Christ shall rise first and join his assembly. The believers who are still alive in that day will be caught up to meet him in the air. There, there never has been, nor will there be anything grander than his coming to claim the souls that belong to him. There will never be anything more solemn. There will never be anything more important. There will never be anything more awe-inspiring. There will never be anything more joyous to the believer. And there will never be anything more alarming to the wicked and the ungodly. For the ungodly will be like the chaff which the wind driveth away. 
The psalmist says the ungodly won't stand on judgment. They won't be included among the righteous. The ungodly, the psalmist says, will perish. I value my soul, and I don't want my soul to perish. I I, I don't want nobody to get in my way and cause me to lose my soul. I I don't want to be impacted by negative attitudes and uh, uh, your whatever issues you bring to bear on my soul. I'll say like Jesus said, get thee behind me, Satan, because I value my soul. Because, you know, life is kind of like it'll cause you to do some things when people say some things. But I value my soul. I've taken out an assurance policy to protect my soul from eternal destruction. I don't know what policy you have, but my policy is called Jesus. He is my soul salvation. He may already be yours as well. But if he is not, the good news is you can take out a policy. It's not too late. You can permit your mind and your body to yield to your soul. Give your soul first place in life. Release your soul into the care of Christ. For when that last trumpet sounds, it will be joy for the saints and sorrow for the sinners, immortality for the souls of the saints, and death for the souls of the sinners, deliverance for the saints, and destruction for the sinners, mercy for the saints, and misery for the sinners. When the last trumpet sounds, There will be no time to adjust your lifestyle, no time to make apologies, no time to prove your love, no time to heed your conscience, no time to repent of your sins. When that trumpet sounds, your soul is crying out for a connection with Christ. If you value your soul, if you value your soul, will you heed the call? The word of God for the people of God. And all of God's people said, amen. Perhaps there's someone here today that values their soul and they know that they have not been in right relationship with God. We want to extend an invitation to you right now as we open the doors of the church. Extend an invitation to you to join with us here at Ebenezer. Is there one today? Is there one today? The doors of the church are open as the musicians come. Is there one? You can come by letter. You can come by Christian experience. We don't care how you come. As long as you come, the doors of the church are open. Oh, my way home, Lord, oh, my way home. 
Chicago, Illinois. He is joining us based on his Christian experience. Let church say man. 
know, God is answering prayers. This is one of my nephews. And, and I like to believe that it's because of all this good preaching he hears when he... But the truth of the matter is, this young man has been searching and opening his heart to the voice of God. He has been asking questions of his mama that she had to call me and say, well, what does this mean? The brother is searching. And he has decided to live a life in a way that it has that he is guided by a spiritual standard he has said openly i need i need to make certain that i i don't do anything that interrupts my relationship with god this is what he has said and so akil we are so godly proud that you have decided to come to ebenezer and you know what i cannot think of a better time in his life for him to connect with the church. This young man is graduating from Lindblom High School. Yeah, yeah. With honors. He couldn't get into CBS. And, and the truth be told, neither could I. So. And he's going to FAM, what is it, University of Florida, FAMU. Yeah, he's going to FAMU in Florida. So Akil desires a covering. And you have found that covering here at Ebenezer. Ebenezer, let's celebrate this young man. Come on, come on, come on. Let's celebrate him. Amen. Amen. Anybody ever been away? If, if, if any of you ever been away from school, life is totally different. You could you could do what you just now want to do and not have to hear nothing from your mama and your daddy. So you need to have an internal constitution so that you don't go down the wrong path and get caught up in some things. There are a lot of folks that went away for school and came back with some baggage. But the other good thing about going and having a church home I found this out myself, Akil, is that these people that stood up and celebrated, these are the same folks that are going to send you a little check to encourage you. They're going to send you a, they'll send you a care package. They'll, it may only be $20, but they'll send you something to encourage your heart because they want you to, they want you to succeed and they want you to represent Christ in an awesome way. And I know that you will do that. Let's stand to our feet.
We thank God for the efforts in evangelism. Uh, remember, new members class is next week, 9.30, and Sunday school is 9.30. Uh, we will be putting out a calling post for the choir once we get confirmation from Dr. Abington if we're going to have that rehearsal before church, and we'll get that word out to you. I know that he wanted, wanted to meet with the musicians and the choir uh, prior to the service, and he will be with us, as I mentioned, all day that day. I don't know what y'all going to be doing in that kitchen, but it better be epic. Okay, that's two people. That's just a, that's just a harmless tra- challenge. That's all. Let's look to heaven. And now unto him who is able to keep you from falling. To him who is able to present you before his father with exceedingly great joy. To the all-wise God, be dominion and power, honor and glory. Now, henceforth, and forevermore. Amen. Go in peace to serve the Lord. Fix the Jesus. Fix the Jesus. Fix the Jesus. Fix the
Oh, Lord Jesus. <laughs> and that was the warm-up. That man is bad.